0: we Hey everyone, welcome to Was That In Good Taste? Your podcast for bringing it to you live, where we're asking if things are tasting or they're good. Uh, I'm your host Chandler Phillips, and with me as always... James Beery. No, not James Beery. Whoa. What does that that intro song kind of conjure in your mind? Because I have a pretty vivid idea of, like, Got what's you. going on. You know what it sounds
1: like? Yeah. It sounds yeah. like, uh, uh, like, GoldenEye era, uh, N64 game 007, because it just sounds like you're,
0: like, Doom. Oh, like you're like sp- sneaking around and just... No, no.
1: You're just like, it's like a like a, like a a 2D shooter. Uh, yeah. Or a Castlevania.
0: Cool. Yeah.
1: Like, and it's,
0: it's like a, 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 role, or not a role, like a... It's like
1: a, like a platform, like a, but it's yeah. spooky. Yeah. You know, and it's there's, like, there's...
0: Oh, boss battle! Yep, this is boss battle. The, almost, no, not Final Fantasy. What? Oh, no, but it could be. It could be a little bit with that. A little bit. <laughs> <of title>.
1: oh. <laughs> I think these seltzers are working pretty good
0: <laughs> for me. I'm picturing that's, uh, you know, the uh, the Fox NFL football robot.
1: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. That's what
0: he danced to for his audition. Te- audition tape to get that. What's job. this at the end? Ooh, some wind chimes.
1: There was some chimes. Ooh, that's fun. Um, but uh, this is uh, was that a good taste? Uh, oh, don't uh, like comment and subscribe. These that's have gotten idea. us, I think, a little bit. These are pretty having fun. a few of these. Well What are they,
0: and why are we drinking them, James?
1: Oh yeah, uh, there's a tasting table. That's going to come out at some point before or after this. You should look and just watch that. Check that out. It's got all the deets. We got um, two different... Yeah, we're not drunk. This is a lightly carbonated, (laughs) um, hemp-infused THC beverages that have five milligrams of THC in them. I think we supplemented these with some other um, um, uh, methods. I think that... Well, they're great mixers. Yeah, yeah. We mix this... With a bong or a fucking spliff, a oh, a oh, water pipe, <laughs> a water pipe
0: for tobacco <laughs> for use, for
1: tobacco use only.
0: Um, these are pretty interesting. We got, and I, I'm kind of proud of how I thematically worked them into uh, our episode. I
1: don't even know how yet, really. I don't get it.
0: You don't get it? No,
1: get it. Give it to me.
0: Okay, so today we're gonna be talking about parody media, music, television, movies, things that are artistic in their own right, but they parody other artistic works. And we're going to really hammer down on where the fine line between mocking artistry and appreciating artistry, and then appropriating. Like, where where are each of those delineations to where... I'm real interested in this. You got you got
1: me titillated.
0: And so now you're probably I'm elated. He's he's I'm titted. He's titted and elated. So I brought mock tales, a parody, if you will, of a cocktail.
1: Is mocking something a parody?
0: Well, they are sharing the aesthetic. They are are blurring the genre lines. And I think there is an inherent mocking element. To parody. Is there?
1: That's interesting because I have never considered, because I feel like you're saying all of that, but it's missing that there's, I think, an intent in parody that you can't just like break down by what it is. Like making a song that's making fun of the song or using similar themes. No. No. It's more than that. It's more than that? I think it's about kind of the intent. Intention. Because the everything. intent is to be funny. The intent isn't really to mock the music. The intent is to evoke the feel, the, the kind of play off the feelings of the music that you know or of the thing that you've seen, of the feeling that you've had, and they're manipulating that feeling, right? So, like, they do that with the McRib. The McRib is actually kind of a parody of a seasonal sandwich, because it's hyper seasonal, but it's also it doesn't have to be fucking seasonal. They can make it whenever they fucking want. They can hyper seasonal. Wait, aha! Because it only comes out like every few years, mm-hmm. right? The they, Halley's they, Comet of they limit it. You know they. Is it going away forever? It's the last time the McRib, you know, they 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 push it mm-hmm. as a like seasonal thing, as something very special. And and such, it's become a parody of a seasonal sandwich because you ready for this. Okay. I think that McDonald's is in, knows this, they know it's absurd. Which is why they did, like, an advertising campaign where it's the last time, but then they were like, it's not the last time, and then they did it again. It's the
0: last time until the next time.
1: Because they know that, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of mocking the concept, but the intentionality is to be funny. The intentionality is to sell sandwiches. Oh, yeah. I'm 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 applying feelings to.
0: to it's to, marketing to
1: big corporate bar. McDonald's hat. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I think part of what
0: makes good parody is there's not just the intentionality to manipulate the thoughts and feelings of it, but to be referential to the source material to have a satirical. Approach to the source material, material, and in that satirical approach, there is an element of, I mean, mocking. But it's there's a certain amount of. We're using the wrong word. It's not belittling. I'm reading
1: the definition. Okay. Exaggeration. Ah, that's the word.
0: And is there is. Mocking in exaggeration. Well, no, it's an
1: imitation or style of a particular writer or genre with deliberate exaggeration for comedic effect. Mm. So the exaggeration is the parody. And it's just kind of the way that we make media that adds stuff to it. Because, like, I don't know, if you make a song exaggerating where you're like Michael Jackson, but you're really a zombie and it's kind of the same song. But the video was kind of silly. That's parody. Mm-hmm. But you can do the same thing. But the whole song would be about like take away women's rights. That's also parody, but it's not funny. You know, right. like we well, I don't... mean, it's
0: not funny to us because but that's mocking, and I think that we, you know, because but it's st- it's still parody if your sense of humor just happens to, you know, you just
1: want to make fun of people,
0: not people. Concepts. Let's I want to make don't,
1: well. Who don't you consider to be people?
0: <laughs> Concepts. Actually, I want I want to make fun of formats, and that's that's what I appreciate about parody is its ability to mm. um uh to to identify certain reoccurring tropes across a genre and then emulate it, and I think that's what makes. Some of the best parody is the ability to kind of synthesize tropes.
1: So what is some of the best parody?
0: Um I think well you kind of go back to like the old school movie parodies of like airplane. Spaceballs. Spaceballs, a great one. Um American or not American, um, history of the world. I
1: was just thinking about like, that because here's the thing about history of the world what is it a parody of?
0: So that's that's what I wanted to get into with certain degrees of parody Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. then it's it's honestly kind of how you can look at movies that uh on a per or on a in an initial glance, they seem like they would fall into the same genre of parody. So I'm going to hit you with Scary Movie, um, what was it? A Haunted House, and The Blackening. Three movies that have to do with, uh, black experience in the horror trope. However, Scary Movie is much more like, uh, Airplane or, um, or, or history of the world in that it'll take specific scene references from other movies mm-hmm. and just kind of twist them. Like it'll take things that like are almost shot for shot.
1: Like her like in the house with a ghost face. Yeah. And he's like calling the phone and she's scared, but like, In the original, she's like ah, but then this one, like you know, it's calling like what's that? Yeah, it just like devolves into like. And so
0: they, you, the humor, I guess, comes from the juxtaposition of what you expect to happen with the general horror genre, and then something absurd or just extra referential to undercut the horror of it, huh? but it you there's a there's such a strong reliance on putting your or like on building the audience's expectation because you kind of you your parody has to rely on reenactment for a good amount of it and so that's that's kind of the parody genre that scary movie falls into and it opened up that parody genre for Um, superhero movie and for like all those other so the worst films
1: ever yes
0: that we all thought were associated but apparently because are not they are not but genre wise they are standing on the shoulders of giants and they themselves are awful
1: (laughs) except for scary movie one and two well because those are the giants
0: whose st- shoulders they 100%. are standing on. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Cuz you have movies that are like hot shots and Ooh. um and I'm and or Naked Gun. Even Naked Gun I would say is a little bit more um in its own element of of parody because it kind of it develops its own narrative even though it follows that. um but like even Austin Powers Austin Powers is a parody series that that parodies the hmm. 007
1: series. parody but parody movies are like dead i just realized that yeah you only really get parody i mean you get parody in and in, in many other forms but not movies well, music yeah but like that so i'm i'm gonna
0: continue the ooh i love this so <laughs> you see the the kind of transition of how parody dies To where you went from, okay, we're doing shot for shot remakes. Now we're doing a haunted house, which is, it's just paranormal activity. But what if they were black? And (laughs) so it's just taking that concept and substituting something else in, in order to subvert. But you need the exaggeration. But you need the exaggeration because it's not just, you know. Because they
1: can't just be black. They got to be like, job, sucker. Because that makes it funny.
0: They they got oh that's what
1: they they think makes funny
0: yeah that's that's what they think makes funny and so that kind of falls into um, a little bit more of the like Dale and Tucker versus evil kind of trope Ooh, yeah where I really like that parody, but that's a parody of the horror movie genre because it goes okay we're doing spooky cabin in the woods but make them innocent and then that's the that's the the thing. And so it's like you have the genre and then you just tweak a little something and and it goes from there. What we've kind of moved into now with parody is it's much more meta expanded to where we're not making fun of the the horror movie scenes or the horror movie tropes so much as we're making fun of the horror movie industry. I
1: mean, that's what people like about wrestling. Yeah. It's like... Uh, wrestling in a way like WWE is a parody of itself. It's a show about a wrestling show. It's a show about a show (laughs) in which the people in the show do exaggerated versions of the things that they often do in real life. Their real life personalities are often attached to their extremely exaggerated, not real personalities, but they somehow magically are associated with their person. It's like we do everything now in a meta way. It's got to be meta. That's a huge way, I think, that our culture, like, uh, not right now, that focuses and, like, makes it happen, which is it's not just making fun of something or exaggerating something, but it's exaggerating the exaggeration Mm -hmm. or commenting on the exaggerating of the original thing. It's like, why are we picking these things to exaggerate? Like you say, it's like, it's not just the thing, but, like, you're mocking, you also have to mock, it's really... You're parodying the system, you're, you're not you don't just, just parody the movie, thing. you don't just parody the scene in which she's there, you parody the fact that um, that happened on a Tuesday and it leaked like on the things that they had like an argument, mm-hmm. so you parody that in it, you know, like it's it's like, or you
0: parody, um like you like, oh she she slipped and fall so you wouldn't necessarily parody the slipping and falling and try to make something funny in that you would parody like she would keep running and then you would zoom out and then the people would be like cut cut okay we're going to take it from the top and then it'd be like well sorry my ankle was supposed to break or something or like it would yeah some something be a, but in that category you have movies that are like um uh, like the blackening, the uh, or the uh, the uh, fuck a cabin in the woods, where it's like you're not just making fun of the trope, but you're making fun of the way in which those tropes even came about.
1: I mean, I think I think that's interesting because like the Truman Show does the same kind of thing, where the Truman yeah. Show completely puts him in a world that's like an ex- a parody. Of a certain type of reality television that was like very popular at a certain time, you know, and then they just deconstruct it. They just deconstruct the parody.
0: It's a parody and exaggeration of what the reality TV show viewing habits or actually did Truman Show come out before the major like reality TV boom?
1: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, but it was, it was a different type, though. because it's different because the major because the one you're thinking about happened after the writer strike yeah. last time.
0: I'm thinking of like the kind of like the real the real Housewives, yeah. the Jersey Shore. Yeah, yeah, that that
1: was like the, when the, the keeping last like writers strike. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So now, I think what we see more of like the direct parody stuff is. Um, a lot of it's coming out of the camp of comedians that like did the Upright Citizens Brigade, like the the Nick Kroll, um like C B the, the people who did like The League
1: mm-hmm. and
0: Um uh uh Party Down and Um uh, Wet Hot American Summer, like that cast of people do a lot of parody stuff. I think one of the major ones that we would know of would be like Children's Hospital.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Children's Hospital is a parody of like Grey's Anatomy, Scrubs, uh, House. Like it's, it's and that one kind of takes that entire genre trope and synthesizes it into a fifteen minute like. Let's make this as ridiculous as possible.
1: Or we have, but is it even? That's the, I always wonder: is that even a because sometimes it goes so over the top, and the exaggeration is so much that it's almost a whole new genre. I think, of thing.
0: Mm. But anytime you think Children's Hospital goes over the top, go back and watch the original source materials I of what they're parodying. Love
1: ER, and that shit is ridiculous. And that shit is ridiculous. so you're right. It's
0: not that much. Like sh- the, the because if something goes on long enough, it'll start to become an exaggeration of itself in terms of like television. They call it flanderization. Yeah. 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 I, I describe to maybe some of the people at home who might not be fully familiar with the Flanderization Well, it's,
1: it's it's a, a concept based uh, around the character Ned Flanders from The Simpsons, right? And it's just that, you know, originally, he's like a character. He's like he had a wife and two kids, and he's left-handed. And he loves Jesus, and he had kind of a character, and he was an important part. But over the years, you know, he just became less of Ned Flanders and more just of a Flanders. He just became more of a, like a caricature, caricature
0: of of what the original, yeah. you
1: know, just like almost a parody of what he was before because he was a yokely-dokely neighbor, but also sometimes they would give him a little bit of jealousy, you know, a little bit of insecurity. they would, They would do things with him. Yeah. But now he he exists to just yokely-dokely, you know, Uh, say something, you know, it's like Ray Family Guy. It's like it's about a a joke and a punchline. And he's the joke. And he's the punchline. And I don't know.
0: It kind of just, it becomes a tool rather than a character.
1: It happens. They don't call Homerization because I don't think it sounds as well good. But like, you know, Homer, J. Simpson, obviously is silly. And obviously the Simpsons are like a commentary on like the nuclear family. But like, if you look at Homer from like 19... 90 versus now, Homer is all the jokes in the show are like referencing jokes that have that they created or so, social things that they've mm-hmm. created. It's just fucking they. It's so self referential without even meaning to be that is that not even real anymore. Like Homer's not a fucking character. Homer is a character that you see drawn who's put in the Simpsons, and you never can. um uh, uh, you can never, with your mind, pretend. You know what I mean. There's no disbelief that you can suspend, even emotionally, when you're watching The Simpsons, because the characters are not the characters. Bart Simpson is not like a kid who's kind of problematic, but like he's he's like kind of also a good kid. He's just like fun with his friend Milhouse. You know what I mean? He's a catchphrase, yeah. and a, and only used. To forward a story when it's needed, mm-hmm. but not a character. Mm, like, right? He's he's a complete exaggeration of himself. He's kind of been
0: stripped away he's been of
1: flanderized. Like,
0: what what any previous internal motivators? Yeah, just, or, just or or those are exaggerated. And yeah, oh so, yeah, they like, just yeah.
1: become you know. It's like oh, if they ever reference something that happened in a season twelve, and it's season thirty five or some shit, if they ever do. It'll be an exaggerated thing of that, you know? And you would think, like, well, the Venus de Milo, de Milo gummy. That was crazy. And it's like, yeah, like, Homer being obsessed with, like, a gummy shaped like the Venus de Milo is absurd, okay? But, like, I don't know. He doesn't twist himself into a pretzel while he's trying to get it, you know? Like, you know, he just wants – it's like it's a gummy, and it gets stuck on the thing, and he wants it because he's, like, fucking weird. They don't, like, turn it into, like, he has to climb the Empire State building – and then scrape the Venus de Milo off like Tom Cruise, like, you know what I'm saying like he, 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 the, all this shit is like so fucking a parody of itself that flanderization is just really just pure exaggeration mm-hmm. that it's like a whole new form of parody where you where you go on so long you start making fun of yourself, but
0: would you call it would you call it parody or would you just call it the natural entropy of writing for it's crabbing. Crabbing. Oh it's crabbing. It's, yeah, it's it all everything just
1: turns it, into it, that.
0: Eventually all things will evolve into crab. Yeah, everything
1: turns into parody. It's if it's successful enough, if it's you either have to kill it, right? Or like, I don't know, Game of Thrones. You get to the end. And like the last season was like fine. It wasn't like the worst thing that ever exists, but I guess it wasn't as good as the best season that ever existed so people were mad at it, right? Mm. But it just went on a little too long. So by the end, it's like everything's serious. But if it goes on just a little too long, then it's like fucking comedy because you got to do something with the characters that you just start doing shit, right? You got to keep it spicy. You know? And then it just becomes fucking wacky.
0: I think a lot of the parody that we see that's being churned out now in, like, mainstream media um isn't by, like, people making parody media. It's by people... Like, our, our media has become so self-referential that, like, any given TV show is going to have an episode that parodies an I Love Lucy episode.
1: I mean, every TV show is going to have an episode that parodies an episode about being trapped somewhere. It's and, a bottleneck. And it's and and it's and it's like a, it's a fucking.
0: Like uh, at what point does, does a trope or at what point does something go from being a direct parody
1: to a trope? Yeah, but that's the thing. Is it even parody anymore? If you have a show and you're like, okay, it's time to do the bottle episode. You know, I, what the fuck was I watching? Whoa. I was watching Futurama. Mm hmm. And the new season of Futurama, uh, spoilers, sweetie. There's just like one second where like they're like going to sit down and they're going to like watch TV. Well, pardon me. And then it's like a fucking it's like it's like two like it's like inter- interdimensional cable from Rick and Morty just a little bit <laughs> <laughs> for like a second. And it's just like. Yeah, this is just what it is now, right? You know, like, you're going to have a cartoon show. You're going to have an, you, you're gonna it's, have an it's, episode
0: where they're just
1: kind the of. You set them there, and then you can just do things. Well, and
0: Futurama's been canceled so many times that they've had they've done parody episodes of their own return episodes. like they, More than once. More than they have had episodes where they're like, hey, remember the last time we were canceled? Like, the, which I don't know if that's parody or just being self-referential. What are some other like famous parody things? So one of my other favorites is um Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the what uh Rachel Bloom's um Rachel Bloom's uh show that was on CW and I believe now it's on Netflix. A lot of the music in it. It's in a very musical theater or like it's 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 a musical, but it's a musical comedy TV show and A good amount of the numbers are original pieces, but there's also a handful that are parody pieces. There was, um, pretty sure they did a trap in the closet one, which classic. And look under the
1: counter. (laughs) He was a little person. He really just had a whole fucking scene. There was a little person in a fucking cabinet. Jesus. (sighs)
0: Trapped in the Closet is probably one of the best media or uh one talk of, about fucking parody. One of the best uh uh things to parody. There just it keeps going But and also you- it is parody. And you can never you can never out ridiculous what happens no. in Trapped in the Closet.
1: We're about to give we're about to glaze up our Ke- uh, Robert Kelly the mm-hmm. pedophile for a second. Cause wow. I I'm just saying that I, he didn't do it himself. Probably was probably somebody who's not a pedophile whose work and labor he stole and exploited to come up with the idea. But Trapped in a Closet is a fucking hilariously obvious fucking parody of like lots of types of black media. Like it just, it just, it, it is. It's a fuck. It's. Oh, yeah. As it continues, like the pastor is cheating on his wife. With another man, as it can—that's the first five episodes. I know, mean? Right? As it continues, that's then, just how it starts. They get like AIDS, but also it's of course homophobic and all that stuff, and 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 you know all all those things, of course, you know. But like as a parody, as a fucking parody of a genre or it, genres, as a it kind of put it, did it parody the culture? I, it, man, that's just crazy. It's crazy. You know, it really, really just kind of like did. Here's a question I have this for you. This of. Uh, if anybody, I'm. Um, you're you're are had, you feeling a higher vibe? I've had 10 milligrams Funny. of THC, and I just. Woo.
0: I got a question for you. Got an answer for you. Living, growing up in Brooklyn, our Beastie Boys considered legitimate hip-hop or parody hip-hop
1: i mean and music people that's different i don't think nobody i've never I've, i'm not gonna lie at a party you, you might hear something people are not fucking walking around i live in biggie Smalls' neighborhood you think there are fucking people around here are like dead literally people walk around here playing biggie they 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 literally are not walking around playing Beastie Boys occasionally. And you'll hear a Beastie Boys, but like people are not like thinking about the Beastie Boys enough to even. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Wait, they're but they're not. No, like the Beastie Boys were. They're not thinking about them enough. We're kind of big. No, they're not I thinking mean about, they were kind of. They were. They're thinking about them enough that if they play the song. They're like, ah, no, see it to Brooklyn. They don't think about the song. You know. So I I was I've never heard some dude be at a party be like, "Yo, this is corny." Never. Okay,
0: that's that's I have. I've had people tell me that Beastie who? Boys are corny. Who
1: who who said that? Who said just, that? Just some some
0: teammates and when I was in youth sports. Well, I was enjoying well, 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 who, some stuff Who's
1: talking about the Beastie Boys. They're fine.
0: The Beastie Boys. Uh, they they're, were like,
1: they're like they were like
0: okay they were telling me Beastie Boys was corny, and I was like, "Well, shit, I'm I'm corny, and I like the Beastie Boys, so like, I guess that checks out."
1: I thought the Beastie Boys were just accepted as like, being like kind of cool, like you know, I I thought so too, <laughs> and so this is why I'm so distraught by, by this. This, this whole episode did. is like just a frame. Like, is, is Beastie Boys parody?
0: Is it? Is it parody? And if it is parody, and it's corny. Is it corny enough to be? Because I don't, I don't think it's parody. Because it was, it it was.
1: It's not exaggerating hip hop.
0: No, it's actually kind of defining certain elements. It's of, just,
1: oh god, you just little white people who rap. Um, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey.
0: they're also Jewish.
1: <laughs> I think that. One of the things is that it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it incorporates some of the like their punk, hard rock, yeah. like influences, so it's something kind of original. It's not doing an exaggeration of it. It's not mocking it, unlike some other songs that I think are actually low key kind of racist that I didn't realize I think are racist kind of till today. Like which ones? Why is my Alexa speaking? I don't know. Did I love you, it. Did you ask her something? Alexa, stop. Thank there you. we go. No, no. There we go. I love that. it. So
0: what songs do you think? What parody songs do you think are not in good taste? All right. So we were talking
1: about Gangsta's Paradise earlier. Yeah. And it's interesting because I've never really, I've looked but not with my third eye, brother. Weird out with the twist. <laughs> okay. The, <laughs> with the twist? So, yo, that's so fucked up. Yo, that's not even parody. That's low. <laughs> what, they got to do Coolio like that? Yo, deadass. They did Coolio like that so hard that he actually made his hair like that. He already had his hair like no, that. No, that's it's why worse. he did the twist. No. That's how it looked on his. Th- you telling me that Weird Al making his hair look like that, making that like pose, and then singing this song about the Amish people, which I used to think was funny, but now also I know a lot more about the Amish. You know, and I don't know. I just feel like, and then if you listen, because we just listened to it, I was like, huh? Yeah, this paradise. Is like I don't know. I feel like he's trying to say something. Mm-hmm. And like some like white dude is like,
0: <laughs> so there was beef.
1: There was there
0: was beef. But what's the beef? What's the beef? What did the people? The beef has since
1: been squashed But what, what? Okay. What was the beef? What was the beef between Weird Al Yankovic and the late great Coolio?
0: Coolio felt disrespected by Weird Al's uh, parody. How of, so? He felt like he he was trying to say something with the song that he had made for a movie with Michelle Pfeiffer in it. That's why she's in the she's in the music video. Um and he felt like the parody of it uh diminished the um what what he was trying diminished what he was trying to say with the song.
1: I agree. I agree solely because in my entire life I have never listened to Gangster's Paradise like really I've only ever heard it and thought about Amish Paradise and I was listening to it earlier and I was like yo this song is like he's trying to say something you want to know what
0: my counter is to that oh I love that I think Weird Al was trying to say something
1: All right, what do you think Weird Al was trying to say
0: I don't think he was saying it's as hard for the Amish as it is for um, disenfranchised communities of color, but I think he is just trying to say, "Hey, they got it pretty tough too."
1: <laughs> you know, it's so funny.
0: They're, they're a marginalized group. We don't we don't know about we don't know about what's going on the streets in. The- if
1: you think about it, that song I never really. Is like just about how hard their life is. And you know And that's what gangsters it paradise is, is, is about. Super disrespectful, actually. It it is because I think that like, you know, making fun of songs like Thriller, like Thriller, it's a bop. It's bumping. It's hopping. Yeah. It, it's it's cool in the streets. But like, you know, he it, he didn't make a parody of uh, they don't care about us, you know. When Michael Jackson's like fucking in Africa, like, see, they, they don't really care about us, you know. Like, where Al's not like fucking well, doing he, that in made... like a fucking Taco Bell, you know what I mean? Because he already they don't made don't really two Michael about... Jackson. Oh one, wait, ones. no pizza. They don't really care about crust. That would be funny though. <laughs> Fuck, that would be good. But but the thing is that like, wow, I, I never really thought about it like that before. It's like Coolio. I was trying to say something and I'm not trying to be like mean to other artists who, yeah, they're fucking listening to this. I'm sorry person who made a song who makes millions of dollars. I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. You know, (laughs) but I'm just saying that like some of these fucking songs, right? Some of these fucking songs aren't that deep. Okay. And so making a parody of them is not really an insult of no one, because the songs are meant to make you dance, to make you smile, mm-hmm. to make you laugh, right? You know, and some songs are meant to do that, but, like, about your mom dying. And this is, like, really weird to have, like, some random dude, like, take your song. And obviously, he asked for permission and stuff or whatever, you know? But, like, you're, what if your management's like, yeah, you know, we're at all. You should let him pair your song. And you're like, all right, you know? Like You don't ask which song, you know, and it's like the song that you made for your mother when she was like dying of cancer. You know what I mean? And, like he turns it into a song about like building Legos. I think In France, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: I think that's... That's the universal equalize, equalizer... Of the silliness, like just sheer silliness of parody. Is it so silly that like the original
1: context?
0: (laughs) It's like, it's, it's just, it's so silly. It's entire purpose of Weird Al's brand of silly specifically is to just be as silly as possible to make people go, that's dumb. I I think at that point, it's, you know, no kings, no gods, no masters, but dude's kind of got a divine touch.
1: <laughs> What's a mob to a king? What's a king to a god? What's a god to a non-believer? <laughs> I just, listen, okay? I just feel like some of these fucking... I don't know, man. I just can't imagine just like like so, you know, like this is one song by Adele that kills me. It's called The Million Years Ago. I listen to that shit and I'm like <laughs> I'm like fucking sobbing and shit, right? And I'm just imagining if somebody just parodied that song, it would just like fuck me up. I feel like it would just like ruin it for me. <laughs> I think that most parody just fucking sucks and it's like not fucking funny because it's already hard enough to do the thing originally, right? Mm. As so much as it is to then take something that somebody else has done, especially not just the parody of genre, right. because that's like very common. Genre parody is a bit easier yeah. because there's
0: no direct mockery.
1: Yeah, and when you're parodying a work, then they had to be good, and then you also have to be good because <laughs> mm. if you're bad,
0: because if
1: you're bad. You're bad. You're bad.
0: That's it's got to be it's so American Dad, Steve Smith's version of Trapped in the Closet. Love it. Uh, hot. Is it because the source material itself is ridiculous, or is it has an absurdity it's, to
1: it? It's being elevated by it's being elevated by American Dad. Ooh, okay, hot take. Because I think that. Mark is so funny. Mm-hmm. Some of the writers are so good. Right? Yeah. But like, you know, just because it's funny, but what they wrote is funnier. Mm. But it's
0: it's funny because we know that the level of escalation is supposed to go on a certain um kind of exponential upwards absurdity. So... I think, yeah, maybe
1: Amish paradise. Did, did it mean? <laughs> was that? I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain. I look at my wife and realize she's really plain. Oh, that's just fine for an Amish like me. I'm like, oh my God. It's like, I remember the first time I heard it. I, I remember the first time I remember where the fuck I was. God.
0: Where, where were you? I was like, when the boys build a louder, not that far heaven. from here. And
1: I heard that shit. And I thought it was the hottest fucking thing I'd ever heard in my life. I was like, yo, this is deep. Because you
0: listen to it. Wait, you think Amish Paradise was deep? Yeah, I was like,
1: damn, the Amish have it, it kind of hard. It do be kind of hard out there. That's what it did. It like totally smushed. His, but the, I did don't know. it smush though? I don't know I if mean, it's really paradise. I Gangster's
0: Paradise is still Coolio's number one song. I mean, like, we were talking about this. Um, Coolio had three albums in three years, and you know three songs. I know one song. You you know you know one song. I know you know three songs. What's the other song? See you when you get there.
1: How's that going? I don't know. I'll see you when you get there. Don't you. know the song. You know
0: that it's it because it's it's got the
1: bum 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 phantom of the opera here inside your
0: mind. Exactly. See, you know it. <laughs> and the third one is the opening song to Keenan and Kel. <laughs> You know, you know three. Damn, I know two. I know, you know two. two. Damn. You know two. Oh my god. The fucking Coolio and the no, fucking- I seen faces and places and things and it never about to be seen. If you ain't think you must be dreaming and smoking. Pretending that you're
1: locing, but you're open. Let me get you open. I feel bad. It's no it's no disrespect or hate to Coolio. See that's, I just I, knew I watched Keenan and Kel and the theme song had Coolio. And yeah. I was like Who this guy? Okay, okay. I mean, no, no, because I know who Coolio yeah, was at the t- and. But yeah. I was just, I just like, wow, okay, Coolio's just, <laughs> just here,
0: <laughs> just hanging. But with that said, I think you know maybe maybe Weird Al might have elevated Coolio's uh, career a little bit. Maybe yes.
1: Just, I, I mean. I just, um <sighs> yes. How dare you speak ill of the dead? I th- You might hurt th- his family's feelings.
0: I think good parody, silly, um like innocent, silly parody, and also on the other side of the spectrum, thought provoking critique parody um satire both ought to be protected as far as like freedom of speech type stuff where like because a given like parody. uh,
1: What were you trying to say?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because when it comes to parody, copyright and covers and that kind of stuff. Oh, I mean, there are laws in place that protect Parody.
1: Obviously, right. even if I think that like
0: transformative media,
1: it's important to allow people to do that. I think it's important uh, culturally and socially because if people were forced to only make new things, we wouldn't have good we things. We wouldn't have shit. We wouldn't have nothing. All your favorite songs, hip hop, you know, uh, the the history of sampling um, is long mm-hmm. and storied. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you like Wu-Tang, so you know about that.
0: I'm familiar.
1: As white people love Wu-Tang.
0: Which you can almost say that like certain elements of Wu-Tang parody, um, Marvel comics, uh, Kung Fu movie tropes. Is MF Doom
1: doing parody of Wu-Tang?
0: I don't think he's doing a parody of it. I think they share a lot of collaborators they do. I think I'm they just, just kind of, think they just just kind of swim in the same genre yeah, pool. Yeah, they
1: definitely, you know.
0: But I would say that MF Doom does parody.
1: He parodies comics.
0: Comics, yeah. Doctor Doom. That's his whole. That's his whole shtick. Is he's, or it's at least referential to it. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm doing. I'm thinking of a song now.
0: Oh, is it? Um, rhymes like remember, dimes, all caps. Oh, rhymes like dimes is a good one. Uh, what's your favorite parody? material element etc what do you go to when you want to hear a silly song
1: you know there's an a weird a weird type of parody in music that i don't know how to explain where it's an original works making fun of or mocking like when i was younger oh god there's like this one song that was like dear diary mood apathetic. My life is spiraling downwards. And it was like just like a stupid fucking song. And something about it was kind of just like parodying everything about the genre, everything about the people, hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. was also making fun of them a little bit. And I'll be honest, I'm kind of pushing against it because I think that parody that makes fun of people is kind of funny. And it's not... Nice to make fun of people's bad. Like, if you're going to parody something, parody Scream, a work that's good that people like. But Scream itself is also like a comedy. But it's also, oh, God, you're fucking right. Because Scream is directly a parody of a lot of things that came before it. Just like, I know what you did did last last summer. summer. I love how, (laughs) I know what you did last summer. (laughs) Because we know that a lot of these things, oh, God, whatever. Parody sucks. Give what? me new things only. I refuse to have anything be transformed into something that's an exaggerated version of the thing that was before. Um, I don't know how to define parody, but I know it when I see it, and I don't like it. <laughs> I just,
0: if you're going to bring something back, make it exactly the same. <laughs> reboots only. Strict reboots.
1: But it's weird. You'd be very careful with the reboots because you can do like a Seinfeld reboot, right? If you pick different people to play them, like, the day after they go into prison, they get, like, let out. But it's, like, different actors. But they're, like, I don't know.
0: They're aged. up. Uh.
1: No, not even. <laughs> oh, they'd have. They'd... Then the show was just, like, in the 90s. Yeah. Right? That's kind of a parody. Mm. If you did this, if you did it, and it was, like, the next day, but it's just, like, all the Julia Dreyfus, uh, Jay Seifel, just as old as they are now. And it's just, like, not, not acknowledged. It's wild, That'd be funny, and it's though. funny. I'd, I'd, and then if the I'd, show just continued, then the show wouldn't be a parody.
0: You know, remember when Always Sunny did their parody of Seinfeld? Remember? Remember? Oh, it was in, they were doing a, um, like a clip show episode. And then they were like, hey, remember when we did this? And then they were like, no, Charlie, that oh. was an episode of no. Seinfeld. Was that
1: the one where they... Where they were in like the, the fucking apartment, kind of, yeah. And they did like a whole Seinfeld bit. And yeah. They were like looking out the window. That's a yeah. I, that I, shit I love, is hilarious. I love that, that was kind of so, parody. That was hilarious. Or it's just like, wait, let's just do a quick reference. You know
0: what show actually does a really good job of doing really stupid parodies? What's that? Teen Titans Go. I Teen Titans mother, Go and I, I uh, am Amazing
1: Gumball. Don't listen to me when I say that I know that Teen Titans was amazing, and it was very fun. as a little adult. Teen Titans Go is better. Silly. Teen Titans Go is a better show. One, as a children's show, it's a better show. More educational, lots of little songs. You know what I mean? I think it's very easy to watch. Mm -hmm. The 15-minute episodes, thumbs up. But also, there's like deep stuff in there, and I love my little Beast Boy Terror song. I love that song. that
0: one's so cute. You know? And they have... All of the original Teen Titans lore to build off of, but Teen Titans Go is a parody of Teen Titans. It is, but
1: it's such a. It's, but it's also because it's just an exaggeration, but it's also a direct, like continuation.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, at the same time, at the same time, sweet.
1: Oh no, it's I'm not to do that.
0: Sorry. It's a parody of the tween demographic um, superhero show. Because they also fuck with like Young Justice. Oh, and, 100%, like, they kinda, yeah. They kind of fuck with those tropes, or they make references to it, and they're like, whoa, 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 we're just the Teen Titans. They, <laughs> Young Justice can go handle that. Like, that kind of stuff, where it's referential to that universe, but also the universe of making these shows. That's what I loved about uh, Chowder, too was that one was a show that would make I just like I like I like when cartoons get real meta for like no reason.
1: That's why people <laughs> like Rick and Morty, you know, but, because they parody going meta. Yeah. But like see,
0: in a show in an adult cartoon like Rick and Morty that goes meta, it's kind of got a little played out. And kids shows one of my favorites, All Hail King Julian. They-
1: <laughs> you love All Hail King I Julian. I love that show. Another one that'll do like episodic parodies. Nobody, nobody like- making that show has assaulted or sexually uh, like, molested women or anything weird like that, All right, That you know of. And that I know
0: of. All right. You know. Um, I mean, Mort's a little crazy. <laughs> He's got a thing for feet. Specifically King Julian's feet. That's weird. But that's, hey, that's just him. He's a weird little dude. That's his thing.
1: Madagascar, what the fuck is happening? Is it? Yeah. Well, so is a TV show based off of Madagascar. It's a
0: TV show based off of the lemurs of Madagascar.
1: That feels like parody.
0: It's a well, it is, but not for why you're thinking, because it's not a parody. It's a spinoff. But. The things that they do, the different episode, th- they had one episode where like they found a submarine that had washed up on the beach, and so a couple of them went out into the submarine, and then all of a sudden there were some things going bump in the submarine, and so then it turned into an aliens parody. I love that. Where like crew members just start disappearing off the submarine, and then there's like they got. And did they do it in a it.
1: way where it was direct like a parody? Oh yeah. Or did they parody the fact that it's a parody?
0: a little bit of both but of course they had the shot where like you have the one person who's got like their their net gun or whatever cuz i can't have like a rail yeah, yeah. Gun. it's like a shadowy yeah and then they're walking through like a corridor and then the shot is like yeah. through the tubes Flickering above. lights some flickering yeah. lights some flickering some maybe flickering lights a, a little bit of drool drips mm-hmm. down right behind them but it's green and also little silly little... Yeah. yeah and so it's it's glowing and then they're just like
1: oh. oh, 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 oh. do they hear like oh. a breathing maybe
0: yeah and then it does the like the quick approach where it's just the head, and you're like, oh shit! And then you know, cut to screaming, and then
1: someone being like, whoa, what was that, dude? The, the, making parody well, at the is end of the, so the alien's actually pretty cuddly. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like curled up in like the arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the kids yeah, it's the like, kids
0: oh, it's a mongoose or something like that. That's an
1: alien, but it's cute.
0: Yeah. Or yeah, it's a it's a cute alien.
1: It's like, never mentioned again except for like three episodes later. It's like in the background. Yeah. On the couch. <laughs> I'd be good. Hire me. Yeah, like, dude. I'll save Cartoon Network. <sighs> R I P. Wow, we're wow, we're making it to the end. I love that. Um Let's hit it. I, I'm I'm ready. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me with some parody. <laughs> this the Lon- is a parody of an episode.
0: This is. This is us pretending to do an episode. The Lonely Island. Are they parody comedy?
1: What are they fucking? Because what the thing is, what would they be parodying?
0: So, if you've ever watched the movie Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping, I have. Each of their songs, I believe you could trace a link, or like each, because it's basically like a visual album for The Lonely Island. I think this that
1: reminds me of the Black Eyed Peas.
0: Each of the songs in that you can trace back to a mesopotamian deity from there. No. <laughs> um, no, just like a general artist or at least a uh, a specific trope. Like um they got uh Hunter the Hungry is uh played by Chris Red in in one of the scenes or one of the characters and he's got a whole thing where he's like he's crazy like I'm gonna I'm gonna play pranks and I'm gonna do all this crazy shit because like I'm wild, but I'm a kid. And I'm wild, I'm waking. Like yeah. Tyler the creator.
1: He <laughs> just doing he
0: was just doing like mid-20 or like 2010 Tyler the Creator. That's all his character and the songs too, like the beats themselves are like a <laughs> And then like he's just rapping over that with like a deep, raspy voice. That's that's Tyler the Creator. Maybe a little sprinkling of just the rest of the Odd Future guys are I'm like a fucking. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm stomping a, through the forest like a oh wait
1: oh no he says something oh no he's a I'm a freaking... I'm a freaking pteroceratops. Pterodactyl, pterodactyl flying I don't know I, it's,
0: yeah yeah the same, same yeah, idea yeah. same 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 shtick. There's there's another one where. Um, Connor's doing, uh, Andy Samberg's character, Connor for real, uh, is doing a song um, about uh, how everyone should be cool with gay marriage and gay marriage should be legalized. So taking place after even in the movie universe, gay marriage had been legal for a handful of (laughs) years. That's pretty funny. (laughs) But like the, (laughs) the song he's doing is Macklemore. Like it's it's just a Malcolm Moore pivot, and then it. Or features, is he just white? No, because like even the enunciation of certain things, were like, that's a Malcolm Moore. I
1: think thing. that you completely just miss. Like, yeah, one hundred percent. It just. That, I think it's just natural. What that I just. Miss I that, think like, that they think this is good at music. They're like, you know what? You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna make a song about being on a boat. You think that the people on SNL don't know that they're comedians? And Laura Michaels is like, just go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: You know no, what? I'm saying what's making a okay, parody Jay. is there, there is a direct source material from which they are parodying.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. They are. I'm just being an asshole.
0: Not that just they are. Si- <laughs> yes, I know that it's silly, and I know that they obviously put some yeah. effort into making something silly,
1: <laughs> oh, Michael's is like, please, don't make any more. <laughs> don't make any more. I'm sorry. I feel like the that kind of parody comedy music just like went out. Like my favorite, I, I just feel like it's gone out of style. It's gone out of style. It's old. It's tacky. It's played out. It's played out. Is it corny? It's corny. But then there was that one they did. The John Waters one? What was that one again?
0: Dude, oh, The Creep.
1: The creep? Oh. <laughs> Dude, John the creep. Waters and
0: who? Nicki Minaj.
1: Nicki Minaj. Oh, my God. That's, what, that's why that one was so funny, though. That's
0: what redeems their corniness is they get people to play along with them. And so it legitimizes the parody because not only are, they're do like, the, I would say The Lonely Island as a group is a parody of pop music.
1: I mean, aren't they just parodying? I don't think it's so much a parody of pop music as so much as what I think... Oh, God, I'm about to get fucking weird. I think it's a little lazy, only because they're, like, parodying loosely, right? They're not, like, a pirate parody group. (coughs) They just, like, you know... Some of the songs are parody, and also some of them aren't. The song... Like, some of those fucking songs are not, like, fucking parodies. They're just, like, hey... What if I was walking down the street eating a sandwich and I was singing a song about it, you know? Like, <laughs> that's not parody.
0: No, but that's but the parody goes beyond just the lyrics because then you could extrapolate it and be like, oh, they're doing like a a techno DJ oh, kind of shtick. They're parodying the popularity of EDM. They're subverting your expectations. They're subverting the expectation. Okay,
1: so where is but- the line where people use it's parody
0: i think it's to be condescendingly mocking in in just and sometimes it's necessary cuz like i'll I'll agree a lot of parody is played out remember the the trump show that was on comedy central where they I, Forget who was doing it was just it was a regular Wait, show were they just
1: mocking weren't they mocking Trump they were or just, something? yeah
0: they were doing like basically Trump doing reenactments of just or not yeah Trump, yeah, but yeah, they had a dude who was like yeah i remember I remember like seeing the ad for that yeah it's they're just it's it's satire, so it's parodying, but it's kind of played <laughs> out when that, that was you satire. just have the the same the same take. is that trump's an idiot yeah like that was the that was the whole takeaway from oh boy he's an
1: idiot yeah no shit
0: (laughs) and so i think parody is still alive and well well it's alive in um a lot of political satire because it's easy
1: oh of course it's it is easy Uh, oh i'm trump look at me i'm dumb (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, that's and that's where I'd say like the lonely oh, I'm yeah, bro. are not doing easy parody. They're doing a little bit more because med- they actually have to do the legwork. Yeah. Like they're not doing direct. Sometimes yeah. the direct
1: copy is the easiest. I'm being a parody of James. I'm just I'm just countering you for You're no just, reason. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm just parodying I being <laughs> <a> <laughs> Dick. No. I'm just gonna start saying that. I'm just gonna start doing. It. I'm be at work and like actually I'm just parodying Sorry, being at work right now. I'm just, <laughs> just parodying being at work right now.
0: Yeah, you you do that though. Sometimes we're like, do. you'll get into work and you're like, oh, I'm in work character. Let me do a parody of my work character. No,
1: hey, how I are you? Actually, ya? do you, you do want a phone do today? Do that all the time. Hey there, how you doing? Happy Wednesday. People Use the bathroom. I say, don't fall in. Yep, it's just a bit. Yeah. And then people go, huh? And I go, you know, the last person they fell in. Never got them back. <laughs> and then if they go, oh, you know, it's like, hey, we rent we rent listen, we rent rods, lines, and hooks. So if your family wanna rent, we got you. you fish you out there.
0: I'm not gonna we'll leave getcha. you
1: to drown.
0: <laughs> you know what just popped into my brain nugget? What's that? Did you ever watch The Master of Disguise?
1: Older, <laughs> I'm older. I fucking Dana it. Carvey. I used to fucking watch Jiminy Glick. Jiminy Glick. Yeah, that's J- Dana Carvey in a fat suit interviewing famous people. <laughs> it's between two furs. It's fucking gross. I'm not gonna lie. It's like, he's like in a fat suit, and it's not. It's not a nice one either. Oof. And he's like always crossing his legs in the chair. And he's, it's just like so. Fucking stupid. And actually, that whole part is like offensive for like no reason. He's just like he's just like a fat person. But I like, just made him like a big, silly looking fat person, and then he was allegying people. Oh. And they would just like go to his show and they were like thinking it was a real show. <laughs> I like that it's Ali-G-
0: Also a little Eric Andreing. Is the Eric Andre show a parody of or is it so subversive that it's not even a parody it, anymore? That
1: shit's literally just like I, you know it's weird because what makes not I don't think a fucking parody is that it's not parodying; it's just a, its own thing because it plays like it's parodying talk shows, yeah. especially from the heyday of the late nineties, early two thousands. Right? It plays like it's doing that, but he's just doing his own show, and it's just. But a it- variety talk show, the only thing that's different is that while he sits at the desk and the person sits there, stuff happens around them because even those even the late night people will ask silly questions, have silly interviews, so that's not even like subversive or weird. He like like and is it funny to like I don't know have people just falling from the sea. Is that funny? I don't know. Sometimes I laugh and I'm like, oh, God, I can't help myself. And I'm like laughing my ass off. And other times I'm just like, hmm? why, why would you do that? Uh-huh. And that That's just does one. not fucking seem funny. And I don't think it's parodying anything because it's not an exaggeration of late night talk shows or daytime talk shows because those are already a fucking exaggeration of themselves because they've been going on for so long that, like, they they put them on like their Carson, but it's like but no, a man who goes out into LA and interrupts traffic for 15 minutes <laughs> so that they can sing songs with the Foo Fighters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, like, so fucking, like, it's already so fucking wacky and so much of a parody of itself that, like, he's just making something like the other
0: things so it's not so much a parody but it does mock the format of a traditional late night talk show
1: oh but i don't even think it mocks it enough for it to be mocking it because he sits at a desk and has a guest but
0: then he destroys it
1: oh boy he doesn't even usually have two guests he usually only has one on talk shows they always have two guests that's true. They literally, that's like a well, whole Well, they also thing.
0: usually have like a whole hour. Yeah, they come out, they do
1: the monologue, right? Then they, well, maybe have, uh, they don't even perform anymore. Uh, the monologue is separate from, they might even do a segment yeah, at know, the they desk. Do the
0: words, 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 words punchline.
1: Yeah, right, you know? Then they have one guest. Then they have the second guest. You know? Uh, during the first <laughs> guest, they have, you know, the sidekick set out there. Second guest sits out. They switch, you know, then mm. they play that. That's it. Like, he doesn't He doesn't do any of that shit. He sits at a desk and, you know, it's not even, like, between two friends, which is obviously, like, a severe, like, crazy parody of, like, interview, any kind of interview show. Yeah. But it's, like, fun because he actually tries to interview the people a little bit, you know, <laughs> just, like, fuck with them. You know, Eric Andre doesn't even... He, he doesn't like, try to, but I, is that the. So, what? Uh, tell me what do you think about pizza. And then, like, you know, or he'll ask him a real question and somebody's like running around naked. It's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening?
0: It's like you were never here for the interview.
1: Even though I like all of that, I'm just being counter, I'm parodying myself. There we go.
0: Are you parodying yourself or are you. I don't know. Leave me a fucking I'm parodying you the.
1: Subverting. I'm subverting expectations. There you go. I know. I saw you love, looking. Love Hold a good on, let me uh, up, let me, uh, subversion. Let me. Uh, I'm gonna go over here to my soundboard.
0: <sighs> <laughs> He's subversive.
1: Wait, what's this? Oh, that's not the right one. Oh, oh not right now. Oh, okay. Is is there?
0: Though. Um. I'm trying to think if I had any more topics to talk about with with parody because we did our our mock tales we I love talked that. about you know what what constitutes being parody we talked about at what point does playing within a trope or um playing off of someone's direct art uh, do you think that parody and the exaggeration inherently has a mocking aspect.
1: It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to. I think that's one of the things we talk about in comedy a lot, in which it feels like it's easy, and it feels like that's how you make jokes. But you don't have to. Can you do me a favor?
0: You look up the definition of mockery.
1: Oh, God. Here
0: we go. Because I'm curious if it's... If it's limited to just a, a reenactment or if it, it has the implied uh, belittling.
1: Uh, um. a mockery. A teasing and contemptuous language or behavior directed at a particular person or thing. Hmm. Contemptuous, of course, meaning showing contempt. Ah, that's scornful. a Scornful. Scornful. Ah, that's meaning to scorn. Meaning, too full.
0: Country of origin. <laughs> Could you use it in a sentence?
1: <sighs> Scornful. Jared is a... <laughs> I, um... See, okay, yeah.
0: I Then, in that no. case, I don't think it has to be implicitly teasing, but I do think that people do... Because playful teasing is not teasing. Playful teasing isn't teasing. if they're If they're in on it... For playful teasing isn't teasing.
1: That's not teasing. It can be. You little slut. Uh, <laughs> what? Well, you're, your, you're not even wearing your fucking choker
0: today. Um, I'm not. Well, we'll bring it back. It's a. Uh, it's for the hot days. Oh. Um. I think. I'm out of thoughts.
1: Done. Oh, that's, oh, that's it. I'm out of thoughts. That's it. <laughs> we're going to end oh, it there. that's it. Thanks
0: for joining us. Uh, this has been <laughs> Was That in Good Taste? We tried uh, North uh, Blueberry Citrus. And we tried jang, jang. um, Rhubarb and Cucumber Spritzer.
1: Which is really rhubarb strawberry rhubarb. That's you, so crazy. It's crazy. Oh,
0: that's why. If you want to learn more about uh, the fun things that we were sipping on during this episode, remember to check out our Tasting Table episode about said... Hi seltzers. Um, remember to like, comment, subscribe. James, where can they find
1: you? Uh, you can find me, of course, on uh, 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 Instagram at Art of Giving Up. Ooh. On Threads. Threads? At Art of Giving Up. What's Threads? Threads is Instagram's, what used to be Twitter. Um, uh, you can find me on that platform, but I'm not. I don't, I don't even want to. Okay, word. Yeah. Oh, you also find us at was it in good taste at gmail.com reach out to us. Yeah. Comment on the things. It's super important. And What's the what's the
0: best place to listen to this podcast?
1: Actually. Yeah. I would be right now, I think you should do YouTube. YouTube. Check I think us out that on YouTube. YouTube would be the absolute best place. Okay. We're handsome. Me. Um
0: you can find me at uh, Chandler does jokes on Instagram. Um I think I'm going to be hosting a, a comedy karaoke. We've been doing this a couple of times and this will be the third uh, third attempt at doing this little open mic show. So um, check out, I guess, my, my Instagram for details on that. Chandler does jokes. Chandler does jokes at the Instagrams. Um, other than that, I think that's going to do it um, from us. Uh, drinking
1: is not required, <laughs> but it is recommended recommended oh wait wait wait, wait. clink clink okay. wow oh we used to do that a lot i forgot